0: What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. Guys, what's the purpose of this podcast? Why do we do this?
1: To reach out and touch everything or everybody that's JFW. How about that?
0: That's pretty good. <laughs> I like it. We talked about switching up the beginning, so there we go. Yeah, that Welcome works. back, Brother Jim, Brother Dave, and Super Dave. How's everybody doing this morning?
1: Good hey, gym. morning, everybody. Morning, doing you? well.
0: I'm doing good. Jim, you've been uh, gone for two podcasts. What you been up to?
1: I did go back and see mom and dad in Tucson there, took a little bit of time off, had a couple days golfing and stuff like that, so really enjoyed it. Missed everybody, though. Missed the podcast, so I have a, I have a pretty big soapbox to jump up on today and, and uh, <laughs> preach to everybody here a little bit, but no, just, just kidding. Glad to be back and enjoyed the time off.
0: Brother Dave, Super Dave, and myself are just going to leave and come back in about 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, perfect. <laughs> and remember, anything you hear on this podcast today is not JFW's opinion. It's just our expressed opinion. So I also had some... Oh, by the way, did you bring your parents back with you, or are they still down there?
1: No, they decided to stay a couple more weeks. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, doing, doing pretty good. Good yep. for them.
0: Good for them. I got to spend some time with my parents last week. It was my birthday turned a big five zero, 0 and uh, my wife had a little surprise dinner for me. Anyway, I was just reminiscing with my mom, and she was just telling me how I was, how I was raised as an only child, and it just really pisses my sister off, even to this day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Ba-da-ba>.
2: <laughs> Man, we are just rolling into it.
1: Wow. Let's
0: go. Wow,
1: yeah. Yeah, when I was down uh, visiting mom and dad, and... <clears throat> they were talking about different stuff and there's always there's different animals and different stuff in tucson you know you always think something in the desert is going to kill you scorpions snakes different stuff like that and and uh dad got to talk and believe it or not he was talking about cows down there that uh they don't have any legs and i'm like where do you find those dad and he looks right at me and goes right where you left them
0: Ah. <laughs> tell the koala bear one. Tell yeah. right tell the koala one is big, <laughs> way better than that really? I thought for sure that I was
2: going to turn into
1: ground beef or I don't know something along those lines Yeah, but you, know know how you, your, your, you know how you count the cows with no legs one at a time <laughs> no with a calculator
0: uh, okay. All right. maybe save the koala finesse
3: <laughs>
2: well I couldn't help but notice this week that Super Dave has been kind of playing with his new phone that he got, and I was curious, SD, uh, what do you call that power cord for your iPhone?
3: A power cord? <laughs> Apple juice.
2: Hey,
0: I like that. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's good. Huh.
3: You know, I'm pretty hungry. I, I've been really, really craving Italian food lately. But uh, I heard rumors that at all of the Italian restaurants lately are trying to save money because restaurants are really, really struggling, you know. So they're they're serving fake noodles. Do <laughs> you know what they're calling those? What? Impasta. Hey.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's
0: pretty good. <clears throat> Do you guys know why you can't stop a dog with no legs? No. <laughs> oh got no pause
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man
0: by the way episode 24 had 337 downloads in its first week that is a record so pretty happy with that i don't know if chris beam had a big fan base or people were just excited to get a podcast with good audio from having jesse on the week before that was a little rough uh i'm gonna try to remaster i don't know what you would call it i'm gonna to try to re-engineer that podcast yeah. so we could get it out and <clears throat> once again i apologize to everybody for having that poor sound quality so hopefully this week's is better honestly guys i think it's because da- the battery in this audio interface was dying
2: oh okay yeah so okay gotta yeah. keep an eye on that i just perfect th- sense yeah for a <laughs>
1: For a bunch of rookies doing this jam i mean like i know <laughs> yeah. we're at you know episode 24 25 you know 23 23 you know, yeah get up through there oh, 25 <laughs> well 23 was the one that kind of messed yeah. up right yes. but i mean you've been doing a great job and for us just throwing this together i was just going to mention uh if you guys call it filling in for me jesse i understood you did a great job and i know there was some problems with the audio and stuff so thanks jesse and then chris last week i mean if if you were the reason we got all those loud downloads, congratulations. Glad you were able to be here and fill in. So thanks, guys. I think
3: people are always eager to hear what Google has to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a, that's a <laughs> that's good way to it. That's dad
1: say. joke. Yeah, that's right. a good dad joke. Yeah, Chris, <laughs>
0: Chris did a good job. I mean, he was a natural. We could, we could continue to have him on, and he's got plenty of information and plenty to say. Right. He yeah. did, he, he did yeah. send me a message. He's like, is it weird i enjoy hearing myself (laughs) 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 when most people are like man i sound retarded yeah yeah express opinion yeah i listened to (laughs) most (laughs)
1: of it pc pc with uh dad he was listening to it so i did hear chris oh nice sounded good
0: very cool new drivers we got i'm gonna pronounce it this way joe graziosa what do you think
1: yeah is that right yeah i'd I met him this morning, briefly said good morning, but I didn't, you know, ask him his last name, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, welcome to the fleet and to JFW, Joe. We're excited to have you on board.
1: Yeah, welcome, Welcome, Joe. Joe.
0: Celebrations for birthdays. We got Vern Campbell, I think his birthday's today. It is. we, We
2: tried to celebrate it Monday, though. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. He was like, yeah, it's
0: not really my right? birthday yet. Right, right. That's right.
2: Yeah, I don't know where the glitch was at in that system. but
0: So we got Vern Campbell today, Miguel Valenzuela, and Oswaldo Canelo Sanchez. All birthdays this week. So happy birthday, everybody.
1: Happy birthday, you guys. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, you guys.
0: Then anniversaries, Amanda, Rick Colleen, and Vic Ochoa all shared their one-year anniversary this week on the same day. And then Chris Beam will be here 9 years this Friday.
2: Wow, congratulations
1: everyone. Yeah. Good job, Chris. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, way to go, Chris. Glad to have yeah. you here, man.
0: In typical first-timer podcast fashion, as soon as Chris was done, he was like, "Oh man, I forgot to give a shout out. Dwayne Sand was another one of his trainees who's been here for 5 5 years plus." Wow, so that oh, very that's cool.
1: Yeah, that's some good stats. Yeah,
0: and I think that they were buddies before Dwayne came over here, and I think you looked at his app and maybe passed him over, but then Chris Bean talked you into Dwayne.
3: Yeah, he didn't have, I think, any uh, semi-driving experience, any tractor-trailer at all. And so, you know, we do have some restrictions with that, and uh, Chris came and talked to me and said, hey, he's a good dude. I mean, he will be here and sure enough i mean and he's gone through some some trials and tribulations and yeah. hung in there and and he's he's a grinder for sure yep. absolutely
0: chris wasn't wrong dwayne dwayne is Dwayne something else I, I really like dwayne i like seeing him i like having him around i think he does a great job
2: yeah like talking hunting to him
0: i do like talking hunting to him he uh he's a pretty quiet guy until you start talking about elk and deer and, right you know he's He's, t- he's harvested a lot of animals. Let's just say that. So, I'd love to go hunting with Dwayne, actually. So let me know, Dwayne. Uh, more shout-outs. Edward, he uh, wants to give a shout-out to the safety committee. Edward had a small little fender bender last week. We sat him down in the safety committee, and he says, you know, that really helps drivers get better. He also wanted to give a shout-out to Team Channel 23, for helping him be informed and learning how to take more things into consideration. And then yesterday, he wanted to give a shout-out to Gerardo and 0020 for helping him get backed into 0037 spot. And then Scooby helped him get hooked back up to his trailer. So, Oh, and he wants to give a shout-out to all the drivers he's ever asked a question to. He says, anytime I ask a question, I get the answers, and everybody's super helpful and very nice. So,
2: Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's
1: awesome. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Edwin yeah, was... We talked to him Monday and he, yeah. he expressed the same things and yeah. and uh, we've been trying to meet with the uh, for you guys that don't know we've been trying to meet with the newer drivers or newer employees period that have been here uh, three four weeks and just touching base with them something we haven't done in the past uh, mainly going over training and what's going on how are we doing how are they doing you know just in case we're missing something and and just like his shout outs he was he was very cordial and appreciative of what our culture is here and he said it really means a lot to him and the the help he's received in the short time he's been here so you know thanks everybody for for helping and being part of the team
0: 100 percent. you guys got some shout outs i do i do i have a shout out
3: um so it's kind of pretty funny my daughter has worked at castle pines country club for god probably 17 years now something like that and so we do all of the golf deliveries to castle pines and she always has to tell me when she sees a jfw truck coming in and uh so last week she was like yeah dad i saw a jfw truck and she's also one of those girl drivers that is hauling ass everywhere she goes (laughs) (laughs) and she was probably on her way in and And uh, she said she saw one of our trucks coming in, and we do deliver to different areas there, but I think Victor was delivering to the parking lot by the office. And uh, so she was coming in, and he actually yielded to her to let her in, and I'm sure it's because she was hammered down. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, it was so funny. She said, yeah, he did a great job. He let me go by, and I parked and everything, and, and he waved and uh, i said hey victor i texted him i said victor did you see this little blonde gal in the jaguar come in hot on in the parking lot and he said yeah he said i waved at her did i do something wrong <laughs> <laughs> and i said no that was just my daughter and she was on her way to work in a hurry so uh, thanks victor you did a great job down there and uh, she says all the jfw trucks uh, do a good job when she sees him going in and out of the the country club so that's awesome
2: yep. good thing he didn't get a reply yeah man she was smoking hot <laughs> <laughs> that's when you go
0: yeah that's my daughter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny any other shout outs guys
1: yeah i never know when to fit this one in jam or or how we do it i guess we should add something but uh <laughs> Uh, Mick Walker, I spoke to him uh, last week, and uh, a lot of you guys will know Mick was here, and we call him our life coach. Um, spent, oh, I don't know, a year, two years here, guys, do you think, working with us and and trying to help us be better? Yeah. You know? And, and it was se-
3: more than two, I think. Uh, I think he was two and change. I mean, I, I tell everybody that he was here almost three whole years,
1: but... I might be wrong yeah yeah it was it went by fast dave Mm -hmm. you know and i know i know like dennis and and rick um he was here when you were here the first time right jam and stuff and you know he's he's just quite a guy and and means a lot to the jfw family but anyway to get get to it his mom passed away last weekend and uh she was suffering from alzheimer's and, and and been in a bad condition for you know, quite a few months—about eight months—when I spoke with him, and it's a blessing that she's passed. But you know, he's just always been part of the family, and I just wanted to send a shout out and our condolences to him and his wife and family. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Heart goes out to you and your family, Mick. Sorry to hear about your mom.
1: Yeah, I have one. <clears throat> I think we kind of missed it in
2: celebrations, and I just thought about it. But Alan Reyes had a little baby girl last Friday.
0: Oh yeah, and, uh, that's big.
2: That, yeah, I didn't that's... know anything about it. He was in the office yesterday, stopped by and saw us on some other stuff, and was talking about it. And I'm like, "Whoa, I, I didn't even know he, that happened." You know, so first time dad, first kid. Right. I mean, he was he's excited and nervous, and he's going to do a great job. Man. Oh, he's yeah. such a good guy.
0: If yeah. He takes care of the kid the way he takes care of the dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> the kid's in good shape. Yep. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it was kind of funny. I ran into him in the hall. He was upstairs and stuff, and telling and uh, man, he had a smile on his face and. And I think Linda said something about uh, the girl and the size. And I think he was sizing up a fish or something because he was like, "Hold! Oh, she's just so cute and just a little, <laughs> just a little bundle and stuff like that." And I could picture him kind of just doing that with a fish. How excited <laughs> yep. he was! But yeah. twice as excited, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh,
3: also- it's it's funny how nervous you are with that first one. I mean, you, I was afraid to hold her period I thought I'm going to break this little thing it's only about the size of a football the second kid you just pick it up like it is a football you're like
2: oh, no worries Yeah, I mean, he, he
1: just had a huge smile on his face good good to see
2: yeah that's so funny you mentioned that Dave you know because I we Janet and I only have one kid right and you know we I kind of felt that way I was a little bit overwhelmed for sure like oh man what am I doing you know blah 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 I have no idea how to do this and it was so funny Sam was only home for a day or two if that and you know when they're born they get all these they're they're adjusting to the elements right they've been inside for nine months you know and when they come out they got all this stuff going on you know and sam had uh, i think they called it uh cradle cap or something Mm -hmm. where just in his hair he just had like this fuzz or something you know and i remember the nurses when we went home she's like oh that'll just wash out in the when you give him his bath you know and Janet was upstairs doing something and I had his his little hat off and I'm like, I'm gonna give him a bath right here in the kitchen sink, you know, and I didn't think twice about it, you know, and I get the water just right and I just carry him over and I just shove him in the kitchen sink and I'm starting his (laughs) bath. And Janet comes downstairs, she's walking through the kitchen, she's like what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm giving him his bath. That's his first bath. We need to record that. We need to, <laughs> we both need to be here. And I'm like, ah, oh, he's going to get a lot of these. Who cares
3: if it's the first one, you know? I was kind of in
2: trouble for that. So, Alon, if you're listening, that's important. <laughs>
0: speaking of Alon, do we uh, sponsor his baseball team?
2: We did. Yeah. 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 We Very helped cool. him out with some uniforms. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's awesome. And yeah. uh, he sent me some pictures, I think, and got him up on the reader board. Oh, nice maybe i'll post them on yeah, the picture well. with uh,
3: cisco yes yeah. yeah yeah
0: and we got a team photo and stuff that. like that too so yeah, yeah. looking sharp jfw is loud and proud on the thigh of the pants so nice. yeah, Good. that's yeah. awesome very cool all right moving on to jfw business um we sent out the emps survey or the employee satisfaction survey we've done this twice before and it's a, It's a two-question survey. One is, one question is, how likely are you to recommend JFW as a place to work to a friend or family member? Zero to 10, and then you answer why or why not. So we had 75% engagement, so 107 people out of the 143 employees actually participated in the survey. We got a score of 74, and the way the scoring works, let's say somebody gave us uh, a 9, right? But then somebody else gave, gave us a 4, we'd have a score of a 5, right? So it just kind of goes yeah. in the middle. So we had a score of 74 with 87 promoters. Promoters are scores 9 and 10. Oh, wow. So 87 people gave us a score of 9 and 10. We had 13 neutrals with a score of 7 or 8. And then we had seven detractors, which are scores three, four, five, and six. And they were a combination of those all. What's exciting to me is in October of 18, our EMPS score was a 58. And April of 19, two years ago, our EMPS score was a 63. And then this year, April, two years later, our score is a 74. So... That tells me we're improving as a company. It would have been nice to have that other 25%. Right. You know? Right. right. Um, Some of the reviews are great. The 10s and 9s obviously are a good number. What they wrote is really nice, and that's kind of what we're trying to achieve here with culture and, you know, connecting with people and benefits and, you know, all the bells and whistles, everything that we work on all the time. The neutrals were pretty neutral. They weren't very big X. explanations and then the detractors there was two pretty good sized explanations of why they felt we were not that great it's anonymous but I would love to know who those two people were the other people they just gave like a one word answer or they weren't very engaged anyway but to hear that there's two people here that do not feel like they're getting what everybody else is getting that's a concern of mine you know and i'm not asking you to not be anonymous but it hurts my feelings that we do have people that don't feel that they're being touched you know that don't feel like we're engaged with them and stuff like that so we could just only try to do more you know yeah yeah, absolutely I mean, what do we
1: do yeah the detractors are you know like like you said the the good comments are great but the detractors without taking care of them or, or you know, you know, staying anonymous, you're right. But we're not being better, right? right? And that, that's what we talk about all the time. If we can't take care of those two people, that's not making us better. Right. And so it's important that we, we capture that. And you know we've talked about it since, obviously, Jam 18 and, and 19. You know, in 18, uh, 2018, I think we had you know, quite a few comments that were, we took them as hurtful. Right. You know, and, and as a leadership group or steering committee or even owners or bosses or whatever managers, you know, some of those comments hurt. And you we can't we learned and that's some of the stuff we learned from Mick. We mentioned him that we can't take that personal. We have to take them and, and build on top of that. So I think, you know, I have to agree, Jim, I would want you to stay anonymous or if you don't want to stay anonymous, but. We'd like to discuss those problems with you and see if yeah. we can make ourselves better.
0: Yeah, let's sit down. We've been having a lot of sit-downs right up in this room. You know, there's no reason why the group sitting right here and maybe even the steering committee can't, can't sit down with these people and find out why they don't feel, you know, included. You know, when we have, what did I say, uh, 87 people feeling like they're being touched and we're engaging them and then we have two people that don't. You know, we don't we don't want you to be excluded, we want you to be included. So
2: Yeah, what do we do to change to right. cover that? Right. Not what do they do, it's what do we do. It's right. it's we have to have that feedback to gather that information so we can be better.
0: Yeah. I'm also pretty happy with the seventy five percent engagement because it was just a couple bamboo announcements, maybe well, two to get the thing going and I think I made two more. You know, typically when we've done this we've had a know get on the radio and fight with people to do it so i I was excited that people just took care of it so good job everybody
1: yeah thanks everybody for being involved and trying to make us better yep thank you we
0: will work harder to be better
1: yeah absolutely
0: moving on to the cameras so i think we had yesterday we had about 39 samsara cameras installed there's probably another seven so we're we're approaching 50 cameras in the fleet you would think we didn't talk about it at all because some of the things that I'm hearing it's like one person told one of the safety directors I wish I had more notice and it's like we've been talking about these cameras for a good six weeks if not two months well,
1: wasn't there already a camera in the truck right. yeah, I'm not sure what
2: notice is needed <laughs> right. but either way I mean
0: yeah but uh-huh. it, it's just like we've been talking about it and talking about it and another thing I want to explain All we've ever talked about with the new cameras is becoming better and making the fleet better. Not who's getting fired. Yeah. Right? Well, I understand Which, we had
1: like ten people on the list to be fired.
0: <laughs> well, nothing to do with the cameras though, right? <laughs> oh, oh, is that how that sorry Jim I <laughs> yeah. missed that note. I, I know I'm on that list too. Just so. kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding about right. the list. <laughs>
1: right. We just slipped up. Yeah.
0: All the people on the list are in the steering committee, so everybody's <laughs> yeah. <sees it>. right. <laughs> so that brings me to my first point on the cameras. The question was asked are our jobs on the line for having low safety scores right so samsara has coaching features and you get a safety score and one of the questions is is our job going to be on the line for a low safety score again if you have a low safety score our goal is to make your safety score higher
1: absolutely or or better or better yeah
0: Yeah, exactly so we're not just going to be like up you had a 64 this month you're fired we're going to be like, okay, you had a sixty-four. How do we get you to a eighty-four right. or a ninety-four? Right. You know, so no, your job is not on the line for low safety scores. Your job could be on the line if you're texting and driving and you have an accident that the camera catches, just like the old cameras. Nothing's changed. Our policies are the same. Nothing's changed as far as why you would get terminated. Yeah, right? I just I,
2: use it as the like the twelve years of school we went through, right? I mean, this is information that, say, the teachers are gathering, right? Mm-hmm. Every day they're getting feedback. The, the system is getting feedback. And if you're a C-plus student or maybe even a D-plus or a D-minus, us, us as teachers, our goal is to make you better, right? right? We want a better student. We want the A-plus student
3: for the A-plus company. I mean, that's that's the goal. Right.
0: Nope, you got to see you're kicked out of high school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. See, the kicker is
3: you started driving when you were 16, right? So you've spent the majority of your lifetime driving something, whether it's a car, or motorcycle, tractor, trailer, truck, and you've developed habits over many, many, many years. You're not gonna change those habits overnight. No. Um, because you're getting alerts doesn't necessarily mean you're a poor driver, it just means you've developed some habits over your lifetime. And we wanna try to make those habits safer and and create safer habits like following distances or uh you know harsh cornering and things like that. So absolutely. Yes, it's day. just a work in progress guys yeah. Yeah. as with everything in
2: life too. I mean we've I've heard two different guys come in and say they got told three times they needed their seatbelt on. You know and they they actually grabbed a hold of their seatbelt and like pulled it out, looked at it and put <laughs> you know let it retract back against yeah. their chest like I have my seatbelt on, but the camera told him three times. So right. I know Leroy brought up an instant where, and Jam, you spoke about this last week and brought up for anyone that's running into it to come talk to us. Because if it tells you to slow down that you're speeding and you're in an area where it thinks it's one speed and the camera is not picking up the actual speed, we can adjust that on our end so yep. that doesn't happen and i know leroy just brought up a case yesterday and he came in and brought it to you through the when you get off at the al canyon exit headed mm-hmm. from i25 over to laramie for those guys hauling cement powder so yep. jam was able to fix that whole area and you know now it won't say that there's a speeding issue so i mean it's like with anything else there's a learning curve we're learning just as much as you guys are and again like jam said this is to make us better it's it is solely to be better.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean what when we have a driver in a seat and we have our opportunity to make him better, we're not gonna fire him and then hire somebody else that we know nothing about. Yeah, right. no you kidding. Know, yeah, so. yeah.
2: Yeah. And we're much further ahead with that guy that we've yeah. worked with for six months. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And I, get it. go ahead, Sue.
3: I'm sorry, I just gotta say I, I really feel in this day and age. You know, everybody's talking about politically correct this and, you know, how you say that and changing the names of mountains because they're not (laughs) they're (laughs) offensive to somebody. But so running, you know, almost 100 trucks out there every day, it's it's a huge liability. And we have to try everything we can do to reduce that liability, to better train our drivers. So if, God forbid, something terrible happens, we're prepared Absolutely. And this is just one step in the ladder.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people don't realize that, Dave, but as a fleet, we are just under 10 million miles a year as a fleet. I mean, those are astronomical numbers.
3: 10 million miles. How many trips to the moon and back is that? Right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the
2: the average person won't drive that in their lifetime, even if they're a trucker every day. right? Right. You know, the average person probably won't drive a million miles in their lifetime. Right unless they're a truck driver
0: career know. truck driver can't get like yeah. two yeah you know, yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah we just i just ran the first quarter here dave which is you know january february and march when you talk about mileage and i'm pretty sure it was like 1.5 something and this is our slowest months right wow. you know and right. and how many we did I, I i just listening to you super dave and and uh, jam when you talk about the 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 satisfaction you know and People not being touched, and and you, you, we talk about being better, and the, and the cameras, uh, all the oh I'm going to get fired if I you know if I don't have a good score and everything else, and we're talking about this. I don't know. It just brings me to you guys. Would you want us not to give a shit at all? <laughs>
0: right.
1: <laughs> you, right. You know, I mean, we might be touching you because you're following too close, but we're touching you because we care about you. And we care about the public. We care about the truck. Talk about being touched. You know, what you guys have all worked for different companies or, or most of you have and some companies don't do anything, yeah. nothing. Most don't. Most don't and most we're don't. trying to do everything and you, you just talked about our size, Dave. What is a great tool to be able to make us a better company? Those cameras, right? Mm-hmm. Bad or good? And, and you've mentioned it how many times, Jam, and how many times in this podcast have it exonerated us? Yeah. You know, you just sent out in a bamboo this week, the close call, and was that Rick that was in the one truck in the canyon? Tanny. 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 I mean, if it wasn't, I mean, I would love, you know, talk about, here's my soapbox. Talk about firing me up.
0: Welcome back, Jim.
1: Thank you, man. <laughs> I would love to find, it. I think, was it a Dodge pickup? Silver, white Dodge you pickup?
3: Know, I had a hard time trying to decide whether it was a Dodge or a Toyota. What Was that what, I don't know. Either I would
2: way, love, if we could have scored the license plate, man. Oh, my God. Would it make you feel good, oh, Dave? Can we
3: feel somehow good? submit that to the state patrol? Yeah, the guy you
1: know? was a... a but you know not supposed my expressed opinion here was an (laughs) asshole but the guy that was there was one that went in the dirt that was over in the dirt the car coming that he passed went in the dirt we went over where and i can't believe we missed the rock wall as as
0: far as we could
1: right yeah Yeah. and to let this yeah
2: yeah around a blind curve with a car parked on the shoulder so at one point it was like a racetrack we were four cars wide coming yeah. down the, canyon. the yeah. canyon yeah Dave, on in a the double canyon. yellow Yeah, on in a the double curve, yellow.
1: downhill i mean how much but we're we put that out there because we care so you're not being touched you're not being communicated by us we don't we don't care or we don't want to be better look at this you guys and we're furious about that guy yep. in the in that pickup we're We were fired up. And we're also super proud of how Tanny handled it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? What a rock star. Yeah. And and the guy that... the
3: insurance people could see that, Dave, right? Because he's a new driver and they say he's high risk yeah. hell no he's a hell of a driver yeah.
1: yeah yeah and the guy that moved over that recognized he was being passed right yeah you know that guy gets a hero reward yeah from he, somebody. he could have been a
2: jerk and just been I'm gonna stay here and hold my ground yeah. right or yeah. mash on the throttle or whatever mm-hmm. and, you know we just had that we never talked about that have you ever done that before <laughs> honestly no I haven't Dave because it scares the shit out of me you know what I mean I mean I would never put somebody at risk. Like right, that, right. You know, and yeah. what I was about to bring there up. There was
3: risk all over that. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was life, death. Life. Yeah.
2: People, in that, that incident, people Wait. were seeing death and carnage. Yeah. I truly hope the idiot that was in that, if you guys said it was a white Dodge pickup. Yeah. I truly hope the idiot that did that, you know, he was passing on a double yellow around a curve. I mean, just everything that he did wrong I, or she, whoever it was, I truly hope they shit themselves. Yep. And realize how close to death they
0: just were. Yeah, when that. you hear about the canyon being shut down and there's a fatality, that's how that, that shit happens. That's, that's it. Exactly oh, yeah, it. That's exactly how it happens. Yeah. You know, yeah. but the picture shows you know the helicopter photo is going to show a big truck and a, and a and a car head on, and they're going to think up oh, yeah. oh, truck killed the guy. You
2: know Absolutely. I mean? So, yeah. and then yeah. we have
0: that other situation with Paco. Not to get off. Well, we're on a topic, but yeah. same yeah. thing. Paco was going southbound in 85. He was coming up on traffic in the left lane. And out of nowhere, this car just comes, cuts Paco off, and there's a guy, like, fueling up a pickup truck or a car on the side of the road, almost hits that dude, and then goes past the fog line and then comes back in. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how people die on Highway 85, and it's, we see that shit every day, and you're talking about, we're going to do 10 miles, 10 million miles in a year. Right. And that was probably just, I don't know, 100,000 of them? Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know? We have those two incidents? Well,
2: well and we, we just had the, the other road rage jam. You know, you're, we're not necessarily talking about road rage, but the one going up the canyon that started this conversation, that was somebody just in a hurry. Or it could have been road rage. It depends how you look at it. You know, they just wanted around Aggressive that. driving. Yeah, aggressive driving, right? We had the other one that was road rage uh, on I-70 with, uh, I forget who was in the truck. It was one of the Freightliners.
0: Oh, yeah. Was that Thomas Nuanes? No, no, no.
2: Just a couple weeks ago where we lost the oil pan and the bumper because we ran oh, over the tires. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Lopez. Yeah, Dennis Lopez. Yeah. And uh, man, that just, what a mess. He's just driving along in the center lane, minding his own business. There's a car in the fast lane that passed him, but apparently not fast enough for the car that was behind him. You know, behind that car, pushing the other car yeah. in the fast lane. So the minute that, that car that was pushing the aggressive driver in the fast lane tried to jump over into the middle lane in front of Dennis, past the car in the left lane, and of course it pissed off the the car that was being pushed. So that person stepped on the accelerator. So now you have two people racing, and the the aggressive driver cut off the other driver that sped up, puts him in the wall, they both slam into the wall. The the aggressive driver, I mean, it blew the whole wheel off his car. He damn near flipped upside down. Dennis
0: says he rolled. It's so hard to see in the video, but Dennis said he saw with his eyes. The vehicle actually rolled. Whether it did or not,
2: it was airborne for sure. Yes. None of us can argue yes. that jam. Because that, an- that whole car was eight feet off the ground. <laughs> yes. <man>. It was <laughs> levitating at one point for sure. It was not,
1: it was far enough in the air somehow that it broke the wheel off.
0: Yeah, right? it broke the wheel off yeah. the car. I'm glad nobody got hurt, oh. but I'm glad that guy messed his car up. Like, Yo, to yeah. me, like yeah. he deserved that. Yeah, know yeah, know you, I mean? and,
1: yeah. To come back to the guy know. in the pickup or the Dodge or whatever, you you. You wish he shit his pants and it's messy and it's stinky and whatever else <laughs> he could happen to him. Or, or the cushion was so far up his butt that you know he was constipated for a week to get, to get even with yeah, the guy. I mean, but if he's going to continue driving like that, he's right. going to die someday. Or right. kill someone. Or, to- or kill or somebody. somebody. Yeah. And yeah. I don't wish yeah. that for him and I don't really wish it at all for the people he's right, going yeah. to kill. Right. You but, truly hope he's just aware
2: of what a close call that was. Right. Yeah, he, he and not clueless. I mean, he for all we know, you guys, that person may have driven out of that and been laughing the whole way home like, "Ah, that was a close one." Whew. Yeah, yeah. and went on his way and never thought twice yeah. about it instead yeah. of going to bed at night. I need to change to, my ways. Praying to yeah. God yeah.
3: going, yeah. "Wow, yeah. I barely survived." Yeah. You never want to wish bad on somebody, but you Sure wish when he got home, he found out his dog died and his wife left him and he lost his job.
2: (laughs) Yeah, just anything.
0: I don't know about the dog dying.
2: Dave, I just prefer that lions and dinosaurs still roam to the earth (laughs) because we'd have a lot less stupid people like that person. Yeah.
0: My wife just showed me a video of a guy goes to the zoo. This happened in December last year. I think it was in Florida. Guy goes to the zoo, climbs over the first barricade, To a tiger enclosure A tiger comes up And he goes to pet it And this is at night too Which blows my mind The tiger grabs hold Of the guy's arm And is trying to pull him Through the fence Oh I bet Yeah Well the cops show up And they had to shoot the tiger
1: Yeah Uh, Yeah, Which
0: which sucks right Yeah it does Yeah the tiger's just being a tiger This guy Purposely went over a barricade To a place he's not supposed to be To pet a tiger The guy ripped his arm off To the bone you know what I mean? Like It was, it was yeah. pretty nasty. But
2: and we live in the world, they shot the tiger. Should have shot, shot, shot the guy. The, yeah, yeah. should have yeah. shot the we guy. Just, I, 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 I was going
0: go to say, they shouldn't even shot him. They should have been like, wow, this really sucks for you. It'll be over in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah should have like, thrown it. him over the next fence, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah how come uh, they couldn't tranquilize the tiger they didn't have any tranquilizers the zookeepers weren't even there yet yeah it know? was like
1: you said jam it was at nighttime this was like a security guard i think that yeah like just fi- thought about it and thought about it and thought about it and that was his option and, and no it, wow. it was
0: a yeah they called the cops because
1: it was they, a cop, yeah okay. they show
0: the body cam of them coming up to the scene and yeah they're like oh the tiger's up here and then they're like Holy shit, like, we got a problem, man Wait
2: know? a minute. I thought we defunded the police. <laughs> we still call them in an emergency? Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, that guy was screaming, I'm dying, I'm dying. You're, yeah,
1: because they, they exonerated the, the police officer because, of course, that was like, oh, he shouldn't have shot the t- t- tiger or lion. But Did they
0: give him stuff about it? Ah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did, Jam. And, and, you know, but he did save somebody's life. Yeah. He saved the idiot's life, right. if you want to call him that. When, right. But, he, you know, he did the right thing. Yep. So
0: number two are we good on that guys Ah, a lot lot to say about
1: that. when i'm doing
3: test drives and i have a (laughs) i point out the the radios and, and the camera and the guy's like is that inward facing and i said yes it is and you know what i tell them you guys i say You might not like it right off the bat, but trust me, that camera will become your best friend. Oh, man, it has saved so many people.
2: Oh, one more thing. Are you done with the cameras?
0: Not even close. Good. I'm only on number two (laughs) of six about the cameras. All right.
2: I just want to be sure we're covering the volume or the audio. There you go. That's number
0: two. That is number two. Bam. Boom. So one of the things we got on the EMPS survey was... Everything's great, but I don't like the cameras. The new I don't like the new cameras because of the in-cab audio. And they're not referring to the camera telling you to back off or increase your following distance. They're referring to recording capabilities of the cameras. Well, number one, the old cameras had the same capabilities and they were shut off on every single truck. Number two, the new cameras are turned off as well. And one person made the comment, well, I know they're probably turned off, but they could be turned on at any time. I just challenge anybody to come to my desk at any time and we could pull the camera settings up. You'll see they're off. We could pull all the videos that we've recorded up to this point. You'll see the videos have no, record, no audio. There are leg- legalities to turning that on and we were advised by Monarch and Samsara to leave it off because there was a case where it was like a domestic violence case. Yeah, some
2: fraternization and, and all sorts yeah, of stuff. Yeah, some right stuff here. was
0: going on, and then, yeah, there, there was big trouble. So the audio doesn't help us become better.
3: Like eavesdropping? Is that yeah, what like, was going on? Like,
0: yeah, exactly. Like the audio's just turned on, like guys going down the road and, you know, saying, man, I hate the brothers or something like that. You know what <laughs> I mean? Or jams an ass or... Yeah, I mean, that doesn't help that's us kept... Super
2: Dave, we'd love him. Yeah. Who doesn't love Super Dave? So don't the... oh, turn
0: that audio on. Right? <laughs>
1: yeah. I love you.
0: <laughs> yeah, the audio. That's, that's we... not to the wife, Dave. Yeah. That's where the problem happened. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, so the audio won't help us become better. There's nothing that we can't watch in a video without audio that's yeah. not going to be just as ev- just as effective with audio so it's turned off you know and it's just like the old cameras so i don't know if you knew the old cameras had it or not but that's my number two about the new cameras bd i just
2: got nothing other than there's it's off okay we've never had it on since we've had any cameras
1: old ones or new yeah we joked about it yesterday though right jam we have sayings for lots of different stuff and the one saying is you know a picture is worth a thousand words. Have you guys yeah. ever heard that? Yeah. A picture is worth a thousand words. We have a picture of what you're doing. We don't need to listen to you. Right.
0: I like to say a video is worth a million
1: words. Yeah. A video is worth a million words. Cause it, right. cause it's yeah. a video, not, yeah. not just you, some picture on the wall. Yeah, right. You see
0: everything you need to see. So, yeah. and again, if, if you want I, I encourage you to test me on this because I am that confident at any time. If you approach me and say, you want to see that difference the audio is off, I'll, I'll show you gladly. It won't be, you won't be bothering me at all. So
1: yeah. And even, I, I mean, I don't know, some of that just is so, I don't know what the word exaggerated, you know, the rumors, yes. stuff like that. Cause yeah. what would we gain if we sit here and preach to you guys and talk about being better again? And I've used that word 20 times and I've missed the last two podcasts and everything else. What do we have to gain by listening to the audio? If you just use common sense, what do we have to gain? Nothing. Well, the thing is, who has time? I
2: mean, it goes back to when we first got the first cameras. You know, everybody just had this image that we were just going to sit around and watch cameras all day. I mean, that's almost 100 trucks. We would need a wall with 100 TVs or 100 different screens or some way to show 100 different screens and someone sitting here watching them all day. We don't do that. The only time we ever look at any footage is if we've gotten a call in or there's a training issue or we got an alert or something Accident. like that. Accident, yeah. yeah. And
0: that's what's so nice about the Samsara platform. We don't need to really watch anything. It'll tell us what we need to watch. Right. Right. So but even yesterday I had seven coaching videos I had to go through and coach people on. And it's like, Holy shit, where am I gonna find the time to do this? So mm-hmm. Yeah, we are not stuck watching video. And by the way, if we were going to even watch you live, live streaming, you are notified by the Samsara camera. Live streaming has begun, you know, which the old cameras didn't do that. We could just be like, oh, let's pop up. Let's let's pop in on Super Dave you know see what he's doing in his test drive i or, love
3: super or, I love too. <laughs> you used to do that every day every time i did a test drive i know it I was, was like the- i was on a test drive myself that's right because <laughs> yes, you wanted like, to be there
0: yeah right exactly. with you in the cab sitting on your lap so <laughs> so yeah you would get an alert if we were live streaming uh number three on my list is scoring so everyone wants to know, well, not everybody, but the guys <laughs> <laughs> the guys that are engaged and want to do better uh, want to know how the scoring works. Okay, so number one, and I think this was where a lot of people lose points, is speeding. So there's four categories, categories of speeding. Lights, light speeding is zero to five miles an hour. That carries no weight on your score right now. We turned that off completely. If you want to do zero to five miles, I know. If you want to do zero to five miles per hour over the speed limit, it won't affect your score at all. Carries no weight. Moderate speeding is five to ten miles per hour. That carries a little weight, just a little. And the reason I turn out on is, if we have guys that aren't moderate speeding, they should they should be higher than the guys that are.
1: Right. And we, me and you talked about it a while ago. You you know. 60 mile an hour speed limit or, or 55 and you're going 65. Okay, that, that might be in traffic. Right. But when me and you chatted about it, let's say you're at, at you know the, uh, Castle Pines, right? Super Dave, and you're down in all the homes with all the golfers with your daughter, and the speed limit's 25, but you're going 35. That 10 is more important right. than possibly that 55 to 65. and right. Absolutely, and, and, or,
3: or like if you're going in a cone zone. Uh, right,
1: ten. Abso- absolutely. So yeah, I, I mean, I think I think that's important. Where that ten qualifies. Yep. I always speed in cone zones. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you do. love Super Dave. It's, it's, it's <laughs> I love is Super Dave. <laughs> <come from.
2: laughs> <laughs> hey, like, I have a quick question on the on on the scoring. Actually, the time frame, Jam. Are we going to look at scores on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, once a month? How? What? What's our? When I say our criteria, I know it's adjustable. Do you have any thoughts on that?
0: That's a great question, Brother Dave. Right now it's set up for the month. Okay. 30 days. Yep. So, and I think it's the rolling past 30 days. Gotcha. The way it is. So, Mm, I need to look at that a little bit more. Yeah. You know, Uh, getting back to the 10 miles an hour, though, we've done that test in the yard. We've lined everybody up in a straight line and had a truck go by them at five miles an hour. And then they do it at 10 miles an hour, and everybody takes a step back at oh, 10 miles an yeah. hour. Yeah, it's so, eye-opening. Yeah, that yeah. guy's guy crazy. Look at him, doing right? 10 miles an hour in the yard, yeah. right?
2: That was a pr- We should do that again. We, we haven't done do that it for years. a couple yeah. of years now, but yeah. man, that was sure powerful uh, that yeah. nobody Nobody budged when we drove past at 5 miles an hour, but when you blow past at yeah. 10, everybody took a step back like, holy yeah. cow. Yeah. yeah, Look out, this truck's coming.
0: Yeah. Last time I was a 5-mile-an-hour driver. I want to be the 10 mile an hour driver this time. <laughs> Get out of my way. Um, heavy speeding is 10 to 15 miles per hour. That carries even more weight. And then severe speeding is over 15 miles an hour. Okay. So, and by the way, guys, this is a percentage of your drive time. The more you drive without any incidents, the higher your score is. So, people ask, well, how do I raise my score? Well. Drive without incident for a longer period of time and your percentage of what you've done wrong goes down and your score goes up. Um, Other things to affect your scoring, following distance, and this is the next biggest thing. We have very, very good drivers that follow too close. And right now we're only looking at on Samsara out to two seconds. And I've only seen under a second popping up. So I need to change, I need to look at the settings. So if you're less than one second behind another vehicle, your camera's going to talk to you. It's going to say, increase your following distance. And we're going to get an alert that you need to be coached. One second and less than a second is too close. Oh my God. Does that too close.
3: trigger at a certain speed? Over, like, 40, so going, over
0: 45 miles okay. an hour. Yep, over 45 So stop miles and go hour. traffic. It won't It won't. It won't, it won't it it affect it. But yeah, if you're over 45 and you're at 0.5 seconds, you know, and that's a big one. That, that is my biggest pet peeve. Speeding doesn't bother me if you have space. You know, if you're doing 90 miles an hour and there's nobody around you, I feel you're pretty safe. But if you're doing 65 miles an hour, I don't mean in a big truck. (laughs) I don't mean our trucks don't go that fast, but I'm just saying. They can. Speed.
2: Downhill. Downhill,
0: loaded, yeah. Yeah. Speed, to me, is relative to the space that you have. Oh, of course. You know, when you don't have space, that's when it becomes dangerous, right? So, you know, following distance is my pet peeve, and, just back off a little bit. So I've been asked, does it really look that bad? Is that really bad? Yeah, one second of following distance is bad. You need four seconds up to 55 miles an hour and then one more second for every 10 miles an hour over. So 65 miles an hour, you should have five seconds. 75 miles an hour, you should have six seconds. And that's that's how it goes. Next is uh, distracted driving. Don't really need to talk about that much. If you're distracted, you're gonna get a coaching event. Uh, no seatbelt that's uh that'll affect your score geo fences are excluded so if you're here at the yard and i know you're supposed to wear your seatbelt at the pit and the plant but if you're inside one of those geo fences you will not get a seatbelt alert just because you got to get in and out of the truck
2: nice what do we do on like the seatbelt alerts we got yesterday where the guys had their seatbelts on jim
0: uh we dismiss those and i'm going to get into what we do with the alerts yeah Because the cameras have to learn. Yeah. You know, the cameras, it's artificial intelligence, but that tells you they need to learn, right? Nothing is just super smart the day it's born, right? right? Uh, Speeding down. I was. Yeah, you were.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I love super
1: games.
0: (laughs) We have uh, geofences where we had them with the uh, geotab system. So coming down a hill, either going down uh, Floyd Hill or coming down Genesee. Those are geo You can't speed down those hills. That will trigger an alert. Harsh braking. And these are scary. Like, some of the harsh braking is like, oh, the guy stopped for a light. He didn't want to go through the light. We could recognize that as doing good. Right. You know? Although you could slow down a little bit and probably not run into that problem, but yeah, how do that, you
2: approach a stale green light?
0: Yeah, exactly, <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: But these are the driving coaching moments, right? right? I exactly. mean, exactly. I, I like so, to approach so. him
1: at 15 miles an hour over. Yes,
2: Jam said we could do 90. Yes.
1: Oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> that wasn't in a big truck. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's my expressed opinion when you're, not, <laughs> when you're not driving a JFW-owned vehicle. Jam so said I, I can't even do it in a Jeep. So the Jeep doesn't like anything over 80 anyway. So <laughs> yeah, That sucks. Uh, let's see. So the harsh braking, though, we've caught two near collisions where the guy's kind of in like la-la land. And then it's like an oh-shit moment. Yeah. Like, is this truck going to stop? And that, that that's another one that bothers me. So uh, harsh turn. The harsh turns, I don't know. We need to talk about that in the safety committee or the steering committee maybe you know we're getting these harsh turns where i don't know if they're that bad maybe we need to review them together as a group but myself and jr are just like you know are we, are we really gaining but from a maintenance standpoint and tire wear you know maybe we we need to keep them on yeah i have we don't gotten
2: any coming in the yard we have not wow yeah, yeah
0: maybe we leave it on for a while to see that
2: yeah I... will it pick them up at that speed if somebody oh, yeah. comes in the driveway at 10 miles an hour? I think so. Blows from one side of the cab to the other after inertia
0: to do, bounce? It has to do with Gs. It's measured yeah. in Gs. So yeah, yeah. yeah, let's leave it on until the whole fleet gets it and maybe yeah. run them for a month. Yeah. And that's that's the other thing, too, everybody. This is a learning experience for everybody. You know, we don't even have, well, maybe we do have 50% of the fleet done at this point. But we need to wait and just kind of see how yeah. everything shakes out. And then we could decide what's important and what's not.
2: Yeah, lots of things to move forward with. Yeah. Yeah. I I do I just want to throw out there on on public radio here that I'm for a weekly look at the safety snapshot. You know, just because we can create all sorts of divisions off that, you know what I mean? Who's the best, possible. who's the worst, who's whatever, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And I think that's a closer look at it rather than waiting 30 days if we've got someone that really needs some coaching, you know. And I know you we, we're we're being made aware of that through the 30-day process, but, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, to me, this the score, I don't know. We could just talk about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First, yeah. I need to make sure we can even do a week, and then we'll have to go from there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I had one, or I know you've probably seen it, Jam, but I, I thought it was interesting. Got one on Oswaldo, I think it was Monday morning, and he was making a left-hand turn. Um, but it was interesting because he started out, and then I noticed how hard he turned the wheel, like you're talking Gs. But he was going around in the turn in a, a huge pothole in the turn lane, and then he had to turn it hard to you know to come back in, and it set that off. Do you, do you happen to remember seeing that? I don't remember that. Yeah, to miss the pothole. Yeah. And I'm like, great job, Oswaldo, because yeah. the pothole looked like it was going to swallow the truck.
0: So you know what we do there? And i'll get into that oh, we'll talk about it right now actually well hold on one second and i'll address that so the last things are uh near collision drowsy driving lane departure running a red light did not yield or rolling through a stop sign so those are all things that affect your score uh number four and this is what we're going to talk about as far as that turn jim we verify all the events and we could dismiss them or recognize them okay so and as Waldo's case, right, if we see he was avoiding a pothole and you hit the recognize button, that that gives him, like, kudos, right? That doesn't hurt his safety nice. score at okay. all. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah dismissing it means it didn't, it, it wasn't Like accurate. he was really
1: wearing a seat belt. we're right. just dismissing it. We're just going to
0: dismiss it. Okay, exactly. Okay. So, um, you know, the speeding, you brought that up, Brother Dave. Yeah, we could go on the map. <clears throat> Q Road is another example. The... The speed limit on Q Road is 55 miles an hour. And I thought the cameras pick up the speed limit signs, but now I'm thinking it's GPS. I'm not really sure. But anyway, Charlie was like, hey, this thing is going off, and that's distracting me, (laughs) right? So I'm like, okay, well, let's go on Q Road, and we overrode the speed limit to 55. Problem solved. Um, The Owl, what is it called? Owl Canyon Road. Owl Canyon Road. We changed out from 40 to 50. Uh, I did have a call from a driver yesterday. He's like, hey, the speed limit down here on I-25 goes up to 75 miles an hour here and up to 75 miles an hour there. Well, the speed limit was right in Geotab, but the max speed alert of 75 was hit. Oh, gotcha. Right? So I bumped that up a little bit because if a guy's going 75 in a 75, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though our trucks only do 72, <laughs> <laughs> right? So... I just don't want it to be overwhelming for things that it doesn't need to be yet. And we could always bump things up or down, but all events are verified. We can dismiss or recognize them. But when they're accurate, they're accurate. You know, The other thing, the cameras have to be calibrated. So James Peacock, perfect example. This guy's tuned into his camera. He knows because he's had it the longest. He knows how it works. The other day he calls me, he's like, "Jam, my camera needs to be calibrated. Well, how does James Peacock know his camera needs to be calibrated? Well, he's getting following distance alerts that are not accurate. There's nothing in front of him. There's a big truck on his left where he would be following that too close, but nothing in front of him. Well, I pull up his calibration and his thing is off, right? So I manually calibrated it. You know, if that happens again, maybe there's a problem with that camera. I'll contact customer support, right? So the cameras aren't perfect, but they're pretty damn good. Yeah. And they need to learn and they are accurate. But they're if they're accurate... You know, we had a driver come in yesterday. Who put this damn camera in my truck It's telling me to to increase my following distance all day long? Well, you had six following too close events. You were at 0.7 seconds six times. You know, it's accurate. Back off. It's, yeah. not, it's not that hard. So, uh, let's see. Sent out a bamboo announcement about driver logins. <clears throat> you guys could all change your password, but if you get a safety event sent to you, click on the link in the text message that's going to take you to a uh, a website the fleet id was sent out in um, bamboo it's all over case jfw corp then uh, your driver login your username will be the first letter of your first name and then your last name and then the password was also sent out on bamboo i don't want to put that out to the whole interwebs but uh, that'll be, that'll get you in there. You'll be able to look at your video events and also your safety score. So that's all I got on the canvas. I strongly
2: encourage that.
0: Absolutely. Right? Yes.
2: You know, I mean, that's a big deal if you want to be better.
0: Yeah. The other thing too is the coaching. So like I said, I had seven events to coach yesterday. None of them were detrimental. None of them were like, oh my God, this guy's going to kill somebody. I already said, I don't really have that much time. Well, I was able to send those via text message right for the driver to review them it's your job to review them otherwise we're gonna have to sit down i'm gonna have to break out the laptop we're gonna go to the training center maybe it'll be me and one other person right so on these little things like rolling stop signs or following too close which could be big but you know if it's not aggressive do me a favor and review them that's part of your job you know and it's gonna save you and i time yeah any other safety coaches so the fleet's been divided up into four groups. JR's truck 1 through 001 through 0025 or 26. Scooby's up to 00 what is it? 75.
1: No, 50. 50.
0: 50. And then um 51 through six, 74. 74. And yeah. then Pat's got the whole West Yard, so yeah. yeah. What are you going to say, Dave?
2: No, I just want to capitalize Maybe. on on something brother Jim mentioned about making us better. <clears throat> and I guess, you know, because I know we're going to have some pushback on this, right? Or We've yes. discussed there's, there's some hiccups to it that it's got to learn. It's got AI, right? That we're already having to figure out the, some speed limit areas. You know, We're having to manually calibrate. go in and calibrate the cameras and whatnot. And I guess keep in mind, you guys, this is something that, like Jim brought up, to make you better and make us better. If you had the opportunity to go to a health nutritionist to help you eat better for free, you would do it. If you had the ability to sit down with a wealth strategist for free, you would do it. If you had the ability to sit down with anyone to gain some knowledge for free, you would probably do it. If you have any interest in being better at anything, being better at more money, being better at saving money, being better at eating better, being better at driving, we're giving you this opportunity for free and it's to make you better. You know, take the opportunity and run with it. Look at this as not a challenge, but something special you're being given. And it's just uh, we're just super excited about it. And when you open your eyes and look at the big picture, this isn't to lay the smack down. This isn't to do anything in a bad way. It's all positive, every
1: bit of it. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're trying to reach out. And, and you know, probably most everybody that's listened to this podcast are engaged right
0: i would say yes
1: so now we're now we need to ask the people that are listening to this podcast that are engaged to reach out to the people that aren't possibly engaged
0: (laughs) that didn't know we had new cameras in the trucks right (laughs) exactly
1: so are those the people you might be talking about dave that don't want to be better and how do you encourage that person to be better right like the people that are are wanting to be engaged here and you know i I brought it up in other podcasts. We've all used different reasons. Dave in his high road hauling. But like putting away the, the, the grocery basket at the, at the grocery store, that's just wanting to be better. And I, and I can't believe nobody wants to do that. And you talk about bad habits and you were talking about bad habits since you were 16 and learning to drive, Super Dave. I just kept thinking of cigarette smoking, cigarette smoking. And you just mentioned it. How many people, if they really could, because it's a bad habit, it's addicting, and everything else. But if you could quit, I, I've seen people that quit, and they actually become better looking, huh. and 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 their age goes down because of the cigarette smoke and their their color of their skin, the, the stains on their fingers, right. the way they smell, the way their house looks, you know. And and you know that's that's looks, not alone their health, but. Let's get to the money (laughs) of what that would save. But that's a bad habit. But why would you not to? I can't believe there's not one smoker that goes, I wish I could quit. Right. You know, and either it's a willpower and stuff like that. I wish I was 20 pounds lighter, but I don't quit the apple pie or the chocolate <laughs> at night. You know, I still eat, I eat that, it right? Depends on the night. <laughs> right, yeah. We, how stressed am I, you know?
0: By the way, today is day three of no vaping for me. So,
1: Oh, congratulations. <laughs> hey, whether it's an hour or three days, congratulations.
0: So if I'm a little grumpy or short.
2: <laughs> I don't know what the but, vaping costs, Jim, but I mean, the, the cigarettes, it is mind-boggling. Right. And chew. Just mind-boggling what that costs. I
0: don't know what it costs either, even though I was paying for it. You know, it's not like, oh, two packs a day, it's costing me this, because I just didn't pay attention to that. But it made me feel weak, like my character, like weak-spirited or weak-hearted or just weak, what's the word? I'm weak-minded. That's it. It made me feel (laughs) weak-minded because it's like, I know it's not good for me. I don't feel like it was super bad for me, but at the same time, it's like, My mom said it. The only thing you should ever be putting in your lungs is oxygen. (laughs) Yeah. You know, other than that, it can't be good for you. Right. You know, and it's like, you guys know I've done this before. And then like these last few days, I'm just like, you know, well, what if, what if I go home and I vape? I didn't vape all day, but then I'm like, it makes me feel weak. Like I feel like a slave to it, you know, and it's like, I don't like feeling like that. So yeah, hopefully I keep it up.
1: Yeah, I, I'm laughing, Jam, or giggling at that the the weakness because somehow we Holly and, and Allie have gotten on. We got friendship bread, so they keep making friendship bread, it, and it's the one that you know it grows in the package, and you have to air it out and you beat it. it. It like stays on your counter for a week, and the shit just keeps fermenting, and then you make this fantastic bread. But your weakness, I'm 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 having a piece last night, and. And they, uh, Allie made like an Oreo, Oreo cookie friendship bread. Wow. And I took a bite of it last time. Oh, wow. That's good, you know? And I, I took another bite of it. And oh, wow. And I, I'm thinking. I'm weak of mind, you know, because yeah. I'm gonna make my body a lot fatter with. I keep eating this, so I, I can't I,
2: imagine how good the Oreo is. The butterscotch that I had, I was like, oh my god! Right, this, they're killing us, Dave. Dave right? <laughs> Talk about friend fat.
1: Yeah, they should so,
0: call it enemy bread.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's there's nothing friendly about it.
3: I love bread. I'll have to check that out. I've oh never
1: Dave, heard of it. oh Dave. We, you well, know what the, that
3: bread's saying, Dave.
2: Yeah. I love super
1: dave. <laughs> yeah, especially as you see it grow in your counter. I mean, uh, we one day we were I think we were gone all day and it was it swelled up in the package in like the Ziploc baggie, Dave, that it it flipped off the counter. It rolled off the counter because the bag guy, and we were just glad it didn't blow up when it hit the floor and yeah. make a mess. But yeah, it's it's interesting stuff. Wow. So. 40. Um
0: you guys have anything else you want to add about the cameras?
1: Good? Just here to make us better,
0: Jim, right? Yep, 100%. Mikey uh, approached me yesterday. He asked us to go over tarping procedures because the tarps are breaking. So when you guys are tarping, it's important. If you're running your tarp in and out, just do it until it stops. You really need to watch those pulleys or watch the, watch the tarp. And as soon as it stops, let go of the switch. And then immediately just bump it back to take the pressure off the tarp motor and the cables and everything like that. You could only focus, if you can only focus just on tarping, don't do anything else while you're tarping or untarping, like driving. Because that's where it's happening. I think guys are driving or girls are driving. They got the finger on the switch. They lose sight of that pulley. Next thing you know, it's at the end. And those, those tarp motors are so strong, they're ripping the bolts that mount the motor to the brackets right out of the metal. And now your top doesn't work. There's nothing you could do. You gotta bring it in to get it fixed. So
2: Yeah, and so here's here's some background on that jam that I mean Mike didn't share in there. Maybe this is too much information, but I kinda believe, you know, there's never too much information. So all of our old tarps from two years ago, they were required to have a sixty amp breaker in the truck to run that motor. Okay. The new motors only require a 20-amp breaker. The problem is we have a blend of motors. So we can't downgrade the breaker in the trucks because it may hook to an old tarp system that needs a 60-amp. So we're actually powering a 20-amp unit with a 60-amp breaker. It's It was designed, after you hold that switch long enough, to break the breaker, right? Because it's putting equal power to it. Now we're, we're sending a ton of power to something that doesn't need it and it is just overpowering that system it's got all the power in the world man and it's just it's tearing it right out of the nose of the trailer and uh just it, we're stuck we're in that in-between area you know the chicken or the egg what came first right i mean we're right. in between right now because we don't have all of one thing yet
1: and it's and it's one of those things too that tarp motor that's using the less amperage or is it capable of using the 20 amp breaker dave because that is a, a what a better right. motor
2: yeah.
1: and we've tried to be better and now it's kind of bit us in the butt because we keep advancing our technology and what we're trying to do with the driver, less downtime and, and but we need to explain it so we don't have human error. Exactly. Cause that's, what's killing us now is exactly. the human error yeah. of breaking something that's actually better for all of them and should break down less if it's used correctly. Exactly. So, yeah,
0: got it. Yeah. To come in and, and have to have that fix It's uh, a time you know it it costs you time and it costs the shop time the shop's busy during the day trying to fix things get things going up and to have to fix a tarp motor in the middle of the day it's just a time suck that's that's the word i'm looking for bd you had something else you wanted to add to the discussion part
2: yeah we you know we're kind of just finally coming into our busy season we're we're starting to rock and roll and it's been a pretty long arduous winter and and i'll say spring thus far but yeah, we're, we're to the point. It's time to rock and roll, everybody. And, uh, you know, yesterday Jim and I were out running around, got here to the yard at like 3.10, and we had six trucks come in the yard in the five minutes we were in the pickup. Well, none of those six drivers called in on huh. the radio, not one of them. You know, one of them was preloaded, didn't let dispatch know where they were loaded for. And I guess that's not how you were trained. That's not what we do. That's not how we operate. That's not who we are. I don't know where you got that misinformation. And, you know, I got to stand up on the soapbox, go, that's not the way to do it, people. That's not how we were trained. We have a job to do. Let's run until the day's complete. We're not asking you to run late. We're just asking you to go get another load if the pit's open. You know, the pit's only open 10 hours. You can go get that load. If it needs to be a preload, if it's, you know, 345 and you're pulling out of the pit and it needs to go to plant 13, call dispatch on the radio, ask if it can be a preload. Billy is usually okay with that, but we need to communicate. You know, it's all about communication and, yeah, just kind of disappointing. One of the drivers that came in, there's someone that's been here over a year now and, and we've really worked hard with our steering committee working with this person and there's been money issues that that, that person's complained about and, oh, I'm not making enough money. And, you know, one of the, one of the things that we witnessed was... uh you know, him coming in at 3 o'clock. It's like, dude, you're complaining. You're not making any money, but you're in at 3 o'clock. That's your choice. You didn't call in. You hit it. You know, when you don't call in on the radio, you're hiding. Yep. Right? Right
0: yeah that gives me anxiety just thinking about it oh. and i know this isn't a fair question but jim and dave did you guys ever just bring it in on your own i i was thinking about <laughs> it
1: i've been thinking about it the whole time jam is and it's been i don't know probably two years since i've i've hauled a load i think the last time was with john moore and we worked all day out of out of fair play <laughs> but, probably almost four years ago yeah <laughs> <laughs> time flies right i'm trying to make it less but anyway jam i I have mm-hmm. no. I have absolutely no reason to call in on the radio and ask if I can come in. Right. Who's going to fire me? Who's going to yell at me? Who dispatch is going to send me back out? I have no reason mm-hmm. to call in. But you know what I did? You called in, didn't you? I called in because it's the right thing to do. Let's let's. Who cares about being better? Do the damn right thing. Yep. You know, have the respect for yourself. And everybody else to call in because that's only the right thing to do. And then you know, I, I'm sure if I fire Dave up about this on the on the five on the I started
2: reserved just right so you know right because so, there's a lot I had to say. So you're
1: already away from the shop. You're already out on the road. You're closer probably to go to the pit than come in here. But you're going to come in here. That's five miles out of the way minimum because you're already out. Run up to the pit and get that load get that load it's money in your pocket it's money in our pocket but like you said Dave when we get complained out I don't make enough money
0: yeah. soup you ever come in without calling in
1: no and the funny thing is <laughs> when you call in
3: you already know what time it is you know what plants need loads you know what I mean right. you know where you're gonna be going next so just go yeah, yeah. you know what I mean and and then yeah. if it's quarter to five You've dumped your last load. You know everything's closed. And so you know, yeah. hey, I'm dumped out, and, yeah. you know, I'm here yeah. at Plant 12. And they say, come on in. So yeah. it's and, not a surprise. It's not a call, mystery.
0: Calling in, dumped out, swept out. Well, you shouldn't have swept out yet because you probably have to go get another. <laughs> right. So I remember when I was a driver, man, there's times where I just wanted to bring it in. You right. know what I mean? But I just couldn't. You know, you know what? I'm going to call in and you know, I'm out to go get that last load. And sometimes sometimes it, you, you wonder why you're doing it. Like, okay, I'm coming in. I'm going to get that last load. I'm hitting the yard at a quarter to 6 p.m. and everybody else has probably been home drinking a beer for an hour and a half. When I say everyone else, not completely everybody else, not the people that were like me, you know what I mean? So you just kind of wonder, well, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? But eventually it catches up to you on your paycheck number one could be the reason i'm hosting this podcast i don't know you know it worked out in the end for me to do the right thing and do the job the right way i just couldn't call in or i just couldn't not call in and sneak into the yard i mean it, that just feels dirty to me i
2: like the face you're making mm-hmm. when you me say too. like sneak uh, into the yard because yeah, yeah. that's what it's, it was yeah it's i didn't like, call in and i like snuck in and it's like yeah like kind of just
0: snaky yeah like i i wouldn't That's not my character, but also, and this is a bad reason not to do it, I would hate to come into the yard without calling, and there's Jim and Dave sitting there in pickup watching me. Like, (laughs) oh, there's the guys that signed my check. They just witnessed me not doing my job.
1: And and you know, Jim, we're we're not out driving, but we're here (laughs) still working while you came in. Right. You know, we're we're, we're not out doing something else. Yep.
0: We're all here. The, the men in this room, plus J.R., Scooby, and Pat, we all start at 5 a.m., and we all leave at 6 p.m. normally, right? We're 13 hours every day. I, I get a little bit of a break if I go to the gym, but I don't get to go to the gym every day. But pretty much it's a 13-hour day for me and everybody else here, you know? so
1: And that's, that's not to brag. You're doing. We're doing the right thing. We're trying yeah. to do the right thing.
0: Yeah, it's not like we're kicking back, drinking pina coladas at 4 p.m. and we expect you to be out longer than us.
1: I, I was going to say I can barely make it through this podcast without a pina colada. I, <laughs> I always like
0: to point out to everybody too
3: how important is customer service to you when you're at the store or you're on the phone. You're, you know, you're you're waiting for somebody to help you. It's pretty important, right? Well, what happens if the customers quit and go to somebody else you pretty much go out of business right there right. is no customers there is no business so don't we have to take care of the customer you know a great example is plant 12 has three 1200 yard overnight pours this week am i right i think didn't i Linda definitely just, know they have you have some nice pours, so yeah. for sure, we Dave, are yeah. like really um pressured to get those yeah. extra loads to take yeah care of the customer right Right.
1: and and we went over that last year too (laughs) we've talked about that in different safety meetings and all that kind of stuff you know you get out there with your load and there's this giant pile of sand and you're like oh why the hell did i have to haul this load look at that pile of sand you don't have all the details right and it's also about the night pour you know we're all going to be trying to get some sleep and people are out there pouring that and you show up the next morning and there's half that pile there and yeah, it just less. you know, don't we're we're not doing this to punish you. We're not mm-hmm. doing it because we don't know what we're doing. We're doing it to take care of the customer,
0: just like you said, Dave. You know, yeah. yeah it said like, that it's only yeah. April and we're dealing with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's some July shit. That's <laughs> some yeah. August shit. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I
2: mean this is the time of year it's it's Time to start to be on fire is what we call it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, and this is the money. I mean, look at the inflation. Look at what everything's costing. Look at the price of gas. Look at what it's costing for food. The only way to combat that is to work a little more. You know I mean? More. At least that's the way I've always looked at it. Right. If I need something more, I got to work a little more. That's, yeah, that's yep. just...
0: I went to that same school. Yeah. yeah. Would, would you say we eat what we kill? We eat what we kill around here. Yep. Yep. Exactly. The other thing, and what I'm learning about myself and this group and the steering committee, I'm a little bit more militant about these type things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to, love that. I'm trying to change my ways, but, like, when I hear that, like, so we, we sat down with a guy this morning, been here three weeks. He's wanting to know when he's going to get a truck assignment. So I use Super Dave's line, well, through natural attrition, you know, he, he, he asked, well, what do I got to wait for somebody to retire? Jim said, we have two guys retiring this, this <laughs> year. But then also, you know, obviously, if we let somebody go, but also we have people that don't perform. So when I hear somebody's bringing it in at 3 o'clock, I want to ask the guy from this morning, hey, will you call before you bring it in? And if he says yes, just give him one of those person's trucks. Yeah. Like, oh, we got pick one of these trucks, one of these six trucks. They all want to come in without calling. You could drive any one of those as long as you're gonna do the job the right way.
1: But Jam, I'm here every morning. I've showed up every morning on time. I...
0: <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh,
1: oh. But doesn't that excuse me from calling in?
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of the, one of the guys says he does it because everybody else does it. This is also a guy that we blacked out a day, and he's like, "Well, I'm taking a day anyway." Okay. Cool. Yeah. I you you. <laughs> Like, I'm trying not to be vindictive, you know, but you're on my list, you know?
1: Right. I mean, I can't, I don't know when I watched it in grade school or junior high or whatever, but that, that one video of the lemmings haven't, has everybody seen that where the yeah. lemmings all jump off the cliff and you go, Oh, let's, let's just do like my buddy does. And everybody just jumps off the cliff. So when you say, Hey, hey everybody else is doing it. I think yeah. of that video, of the lemmings,
0: not everybody. Just, not everybody's doing it, right? right? I
1: mean? Not everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and those are those are probably the people that are that's not doing it that are listening to this podcast.
0: they they're, Those people probably aren't even listening to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. The people that are, aren't calling in—that's
2: yeah. too bad. Yeah, yeah. maybe our they trainers are training like that.
0: They didn't fill out the NPS survey. You know, I just have a feeling those are the same people.
2: They're probably but, the people that don't put back the shopping cart. Yeah. They're not yeah. getting the free
0: money on the 401k. They're yeah. not doing
3: their pre-trip and post-trip either.
1: Yeah, because that's the the note after this too that we didn't even talk about or have to about, the, about checking your truck out, you know, pre-trip, post-trip. But also when you break down during the day, could you help us out and investigate why you broke down? Just don't go, hey, I got to check engine light and it shows it's water. You know where I'm low on water? Don't assume it's just the the sensor or wiring or computer. Check it out. Help us out. Be be involved. Be engaged. You know all the other things. You know, post- Bill Belichick, do your job. Yeah, do your job. You know, hey, uh, hey, I'm out of water. Am I really out of water? Hey, shop. I looked. I got a, a low water light, but I am full of water. Not, hey, I, I got a low water light, but I, I've never looked. You know, just it's just disheartening
3: sure is you want me we're, to open the hood and look well, were we
2: on the soapbox or the bitch box
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think we we're on the do your job box yeah <clears throat> yeah because if we don't if we don't remind them if we don't talk about this stuff if we don't sound like we're bitching or don't sound like we're preaching do do we make a difference are are, are all of us here in this room better if we're not doing this i i mean the goal is to be better right
2: do you want to be bitched at, or do you want to be asked? Or at what point do you do you do your job, or do you not do your job? You know, I, I mean that's that's the point right there. So,
1: yeah, yeah, and, and you know, trying to try, trying to make this entertaining and, and keep you guys engaged because the guys that are listening to it that are trying to make it different with us, you know, I, I'd have to say, hey, I apologize for hearing the same thing, but yep. how do you how do you reach people
0: yeah and i always say sometimes you have to hear the same thing over and over again you know i i got a buddy i noticed he's giving medical classes so i'm like oh i want to come in with my family we're going to do a family medical class he's like yeah but you've already taken this class a lot of it's going to be repetitive to you i'm like that's okay like i don't get to do medical stuff on people every day like i need to hear it again i need to practice it again this may be the only time in the next three months that i actually practice putting a tourniquet on somebody like Giddy up. Let's go. Yep. I'm, I'm down yep. for it. Probably
2: 99% of people are use it or lose it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So if yeah. you're not using it, yeah. damn, how did you yeah. ever keep it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you really hope you never have to use a tourniquet on somebody, right, Jan? Right. So it's a skill you don't want to use. Right. You know, and, and, you know another we saying. We weekends like that. <laughs> this weekend,
2: we're going to try and use a tourniquet. Grab what are we going to do? Exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, because I think here's another saying, you know, it, it's just like riding a bike. Like, you want to retake this class. If right. If I haven't ridden a bike in 10 years... I'm sure the hell a little wobbly. Yeah. I can ride it, but right. I'm not going to be that good at
0: it. You're probably going to keep both wheels on the ground, not try to do jumps at first, right? Right?
1: Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: So. Anything else for the safety topics, guys?
1: Yeah, I think we've. I think I don't know my list. I covered Dave. How about hey. you? I'm Super Dave. I want to throw
3: one thing out about the tarps. I used to put a zip tie on the end of my yes. um, tarp pole you know that hooks your pulleys together, goes across the front of your trailer. Because sometimes people might say, well, I can't really see when the tarp reaches the end. Well, don't look at the end of your trailer. That's 40, 50 feet away. Look at the pulley right up in the front and put a zip tie around it so you can watch that zip tie turn. It's really a good idea. Another tip on that,
2: Dave, I've heard, guys, that the tarp motor interferes with their CB radio, so they Mm -hmm. hear the static or a noise, and then when the tarp stops, you know mm-hmm. the yeah. noise stopped so they're like oh i gotta let off that so, yeah. yeah 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 both that's something good as well both
0: great ideas when when i jump in a truck and you know you put the tarp out for the first time and it's like oh cool he's got a zip tie or she's got a zip tie on the yeah. pulley. yeah it just makes it easy yeah like, yeah, yeah absolutely,
1: absolutely. Yeah, the last one i drove had a like a red piece of tape on the pulley but you always had to be just turned a little bit uh, you know to, to see, see it. it but it was you could you could, couldn't miss it yeah. yeah it was great yeah,
2: yeah. The last thing I have, and I don't know that it's a safety topic as much as it is maybe a a proud moment or unproud moment, but throwing trash out the window, including cigarette butts, you know, it just, it absolutely goes through me. This was years ago. We had just down the street here on 53rd, there was a little office building next to where the chiropractor is. Matter of fact, may have been in the chiropractor office before the chiropractor was there. Anyway, we got a call at like 540 in the morning and I answer the phone and this woman proceeds to rip me up one side and down the other. How our driver went past there, threw out his whole bag of trash, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's everywhere. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know. And when you think about it, I mean, that driver isn't a couple hundred yards from from our yard. Drove past a trash can at the fuel island drove past a trash dumpster and I went down the street in the the when he threw the bag out it was actually like literally a king supers bag or a safeway plastic bag that had all the trash from inside the cab he just hucked it out the window and then drove over it with the trailer so it exploded and went everywhere I drove down the street I picked up all the trash apologized to the person and came back here and they luckily they gave me a truck number and this was pre-cameras I called the guy and he was like oh I'm sorry said so, I just didn't want it in the cab with me, so I threw it out. And I guess I, I just, you know, that's definitely a person not, not putting the cart back. Right. And yesterday, Jim and I were sitting behind one of our trucks. We were actually sitting next to it, but not up to the window. And the driver was smoking and had the cigarette hanging out the window, holding it with the hand. And I was like, oh, that's smart, you know, being a smoker and not want to smell like smoke. So hold it out the window. That makes sense. But uh, a few minutes later, the light still hadn't changed and boom, out the window came the cigarette butt, mm. laying there at the intersection. And I'm like, what does that look like when a, just a Joe Blow is sitting next to that truck and sees, they just see JFW throwing trash out the window? Yeah. They just threw the cigarette butt out the window. And mm-hmm. Jim was driving, and I had him pull up next to the driver, and I looked, and I'm like, that is just a piss-poor representation of our business. We don't want to be that guy. We don't want to be that gal. We don't want to be that person. You know, and and you see it, I, I can almost see it every morning coming to work. This morning, Jim happened to pick me up, we're carpooling in, and right there at 120th southbound, the car in front of us, you see all the sparks from the cigarette butt being thrown out the window. Where do you guys think those go? Where does that, where does the garbage go? Who picks it up? You know, I mean, have you ever seen a bird's nest with, with cigarette butts in it? I have. You know, I mean, I'm not proud of that, right? I'm not a smoker, but not some crazy go off the edge greeny boulderite that you know everything needs to be pristine but damn think about what you're doing and how you look just think about how you look and what people think of you do you want to be thought of as the person that's just throwing all your shit out the window including the cigarette butts i mean you know they say smokers are dirty you know it might be a dirty habit but i know a lot of clean smokers right they don't throw the cigarette butts out the window they have a can to collect them i mean if if you're going to You know, do the crime, do the time, and make it right. Right. You know, collect those butts, put them in a can. They make ashtrays, whatever the case may be, and just just do it right. It's it's just back to being a better person.
0: It's nice that you can't even smoke in the JFW trucks, right? At least take care of things the right way. Yeah, it's just morals, ethics, and values.
1: It is good point, Jim. Yeah, you're you're spot on, Dave. Not you know, still standing on the soapbox with you. The When you mention, because I know you mentioned to the driver a representation of JFW, and you're absolutely right, but here's a representation of your brotherhood, of every truck driver being just a dirty, trash-throwing truck driver. You know, you've represented your whole genre, is that the right word? Genre. Genre of of people as a truck driver, and I, I don't know if you noticed this morning, Dave, and I didn't get a little closer to the pickup, but... I'm pretty sure the pick... Because it was a nice Dodge pickup, blue, fairly new. I'm pretty sure it had marine license plates on it. I don't know if you noticed it or not.
2: I didn't. I actually thought... Because the sparks came from under that truck. I actually think because he was pretty close to the car in front of him.
1: That it was maybe that one. I think
2: it was the car in front of him. And, I don't think it was the pickup. Only because the if, the... if if he threw it out the window, the wind sucked it right under the pickup immediately.
1: Right, right. Which could be. Right, but what what I what I was getting at is... You know, and hopefully it wasn't that pickup. Hopefully it wasn't that guy. But because he had a Marine license plate on it, you know what I thought? Damn, Marines. I thought Marines were better than that, mm. right? He just, if it came from that pickup, he just labeled Marines for me mm. of not being as classy. Because I would, there was no, there was no way in hell I would ever any branch of the service that have given their lives and signed that blank check would ever want to degrade anybody over a cigarette. But that's my first thought, you guys. And that's everybody else's first thought. It's the easy button, it's the low road. You know, represent better. That's
0: why we, we got your bar. Yeah, but we also got to be able to call each other up without feeling called out. You know, so, <clears throat> you know, what if his Marine buddies saw that and were like, hey, you're not really representing us the proper way? Yeah. He'd probably be like, cool. Yeah. You know, what if another JFW driver told that driver, hey, you shouldn't really do that. What do you got to F you or, you know. What they or you're got, right, man. Or you're right. I'll that do was, better. That was not classy of me. Yeah,
3: either. I yeah. love that saying. And you've used it many times, Jam, calling somebody up, yeah. but not calling them out. And mm-hmm. that's constructive criticism. And that's how we all do get better and learn.
1: Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we, we all have that other story. Remember, Danielle up in Greeley had that one truck that threw the McDonald's or Burger King out. She called in on that one day and you know, when you guys are all saying that, you know, she's, you know, you, you eat what you, uh, or you kill what you eat, you know, eat, what you kill. Eat, what you eat, kill. eat, what you kill. And I'm trying to put that into, into Danielle's. She's proud of our company or our family because that fed her all these years. So when she sees that and she's excited, just like your daughter, Dave, seeing a JFW truck that's my right. dad's. That's where my dad's worked for thirty years. Look at that company. How I can be proud, and then it gets ruined in an instant, with trash being thrown out.
3: Just like that.
1: Just like that. Yeah. Just like just like with Vic. Was Vic stopped and let her in? Was that who you said? Oh uh, yeah, one?
3: Victor Dominguez. Yeah. You
1: know, what if he would have cut her off? Right. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's the what if and what while he was th- throwing a cigarette butt at the car <laughs> right? And, <laughs> and a got rid of four wheeler and, and, and got rid of his, the cigarette his butt <laughs> trash.
0: Yeah. The other day, Ace was driving down the road. <clears throat> she ran into Dustin, and uh, she was excited to see that truck. She was in front of him at the light, and she had a JFW sweatshirt on. She had a hoodie on. Jumped out at the light, was like pointing at the back <laughs> of the shirt, like, you know, fist bump in and it's like. But then the other day, I had to tell her, hey, if you see this truck, stay away from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ironically, the driver we're talking about, we're sitting at an intersection where he was coming to the yard at three o'clock, <laughs> threw the cigarette butt out the window, and has been one of the people complaining about money.
0: Three strikes.
2: Yep. And I, I look and? at the cigarette, and just that's just a dollar bill. You have pulled a dollar bill out of the cigarette pack. You've lit it on fire, and you're smoking a dollar bill. I mean, uh-huh. it is just the same thing to me. Just raw cash going straight in the air. And
1: did you did you mention that he didn't call in? On top of all that, I'm pretty sure. Come
2: on, what? He didn't call in? I thought we were bringing people in at three yesterday. I thought I th- we were slow. I
1: think so. But then you you want to <laughs> here? You want us to here? Here's my devil's advocate, and and we say we have an open door policy, and I'll call all four of us out on this. Do we know what that driver was going through yesterday? Nope. No. Paradigm, huh? Were we were we walking in in his shoes? Is he good you know point, he's James. mentioned about money, but he's possibly giving up a load. Is that because he's late to his second job? And I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. We <laughs> we we. I like we, Jam's militant version. better <laughs> I, I'm just asking. No, Going. Go That's the yeah.
3: story of the guy on the train, right? Right, you
1: Dave. Know, you know, know. so we want to be better but we're here for you guys all in one mouthful
0: all six people didn't have a story yesterday
1: that's That's true and one of them it. I
0: do it because other people do it yeah you know so that's his story
1: yeah
2: well that's Jim's lemming there you go right yeah Yeah. Yeah. ironically I think he was the only one that was preloaded, so I don't know who he was following
0: (laughs) 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 I do have a question from the audience Rick Ray wants to know why we don't have a double O-22, and O-23. I feel like we might have answered this once on oh, the podcast.
2: That's an easy one, Rick. You know.
0: <laughs>
2: Rick does know, but I think
0: Rick is concerned with other people. Oh,
2: Rick wants everybody know. else to know. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Rick, just reach out to anybody.
0: <laughs> if anybody has
2: any questions for that, ask Rick. <laughs> His no, phone number I, is. No, I keep, I'm I keep passing the buck. I'm just being a smartass. I'm trying to. I'm easing my way off of the soapbox or the bitch box, whatever you want to call it this morning. So. <laughs> well, do
0: you see how I changed gears on us? Hey, you did, I'm you like, did, oh, yeah. And I, can't, I,
2: I wasn't making it easy on you. Sorry, Jam. <laughs> no, uh, 13, I mean, I don't know if anybody knows this, but 13 has been known in the past to be an unlucky number, right? If you believe in that, it depends. I know a lot of pros and cons. It dates back to, to our dad. Back in racing, you never had the number 13 on a race car. Right? So he never had a truck number 13. Uh, I don't think he had more than 13 trucks <laughs> ever, but we, we weren't going to have one in the fleet when the time came. So that's how we skipped 13, and we've never done that. I don't know if most people have noticed, there is no 13 on any hotel floors. When you go to a hotel, there is no 13th floor. Now, ironically, I know for a fact, it's not that I'm a follower. I just saw this random fact, and I've, I've always remembered it. Taylor Swift was born on the 13th, and her lucky number is thirteen. And I think she's done all right for herself. Have you guys heard of her?
0: Uh... Taylor Swift. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I can't name one of her songs, but she I mean, she is amazing. She's done okay for herself. I'm not gonna right? admit I know. Who she yeah, is. I was
1: I was gonna say she is amazing. I agree with Dave, but maybe your man card slipping a little bit, Dave, because of Taylor <laughs> Taylor Swift.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's I the know, 13 that stuck. Seriously, I can't no, I name know, one of her
0: songs, but I know I saw who a deal she is. Where
2: 13 know, is her lucky number. I know who she, she was is because
0: Paco Paco knows her songs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Paco man. knows her songs by heart. No, I'm he, sorry, he, Pox. He was quoting her. <laughs> when he was on the podcast right hey, i forgot about i'll that. help you
1: out dave i am pretty sure one of linda's either one of the kids one of her, her kids is born on the 13th gotcha and and so i think aj and so he's always looked at it as being lucky gotcha you know, but gotcha. yeah
2: well anyway it's a superstition from racing that's the reason we've never had a 13 23 and 24 uh, for those of you that haven't been around long enough, we have 22 and 23. I'm sorry. Thanks, Dave. 22 and 23.
1: We love Super Dave. I love
2: Super Dave.
3: <laughs> I want a new office. I don't want to share the office with you anymore.
2: I'm going to sit behind you for the next week saying that. Uh, yeah, back to 22 and 23. We had a truck and trailer, or a you can call it a tandem and pup. The technical version of it is a transfer where the trailer disconnects you back up to it and that box from the trailer slides in the tandem bed and you can go dump it after you've dumped the tandem. Uh, that was unit 0022, end of the trailer was 23. Instead of a T number, we numbered them together because we could actually haul separate materials. They weighed 100% independent of themselves when they were loaded or empty because of the configuration of it. So uh, when we sold that, we never replaced it. And uh, <laughs> the, the only factor we have for that is parking. We would have to redesign the whole yard over here on where to park 0023 and 24. So that's just a laziness thing, I guess. Or we need someone to come in and redesign the parking. Or we just find one spot to park 0022 or two spots for a new 22 and 23. So there you go. And it's not that that won't happen. The 13, you'll probably never see. Yeah. 22 and 23 could be a possibility. Yeah, I don't think for we'd sure.
1: ever do the 13. Yeah. But maybe that dream location, day, we can renumber yeah. everything someday yeah. and yeah, for sure. get everything under one roof. Yep.
0: Soup, you got a high road hauling prepared for today?
3: I do. I do. Um, you know, we were just talking about this yesterday, too, about um, failing and how everybody can learn from a failure and, and you know, failing is not as bad as you think it is. Fail forward. That's right. Um, but this, this uh, High Road Holland is titled out, Losing Can Be Winning If You Do It Right. No one likes to be dubbed a loser. Failure hurts and loser is a term, especially these days, that is not a good label, right? So while you might be inclined to try and avoid an L on your forehead at any cost, a better perspective is to learn to lose well. Losing is an experience that is, a, is as universal as it gets. When you're a kid, that reaction to losing is easy and instantaneous. Maybe it's bursting into tears, or running to your mom, or knocking over the board game, or all three. As adults, we've learned these options are no longer acceptable. But that doesn't mean we still don't feel sad or angry, or don't have the need to release those strong feelings. One of the telltale signs of a sore loser is someone who isn't willing to take ownership of their shortcomings. You see it in all walks of life, when things go poorly, and their first instinct is to look outward and place blame on others and not at themselves. Do your hurt feelings ever keep you from extending a handshake or turning a cold shoulder to your partner? or slamming doors unnecessarily. Whether you place all the blame toward yourself or others, it's normal to be disappointed and important to process those feelings. You just have to do it in a healthy way. So try practicing these three things to process your emotions. Mindfulness, and we've we've talked about that a lot, but acknowledge your feelings without judgment. What you're feeling is where it is in your body. Is it in your chest or your head or the back of your throat? Human commonality. Remind yourself, losing is normal. Humans experience failure. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It's a part of life. Self-kindness. Put a hand on your chest, give yourself a hug, and tell yourself that this is hard, but it's going to be okay. You will have greater success next time. The important thing is working hard to improve. Loss can be more than just losing a game. A loss can be life-changing, but the emotions are essentially the same. Jay Williams understands his truth deeply. Before becoming an NBA analyst and podcast host for NPR's The Limits, he was living his dream. After an all-star college basketball career at Duke, he was second pick in the NBA draft for, for the Chicago Bulls. He had Michael Jordan's old locker. He was living in the same apartment as Oprah Winfrey. Then one day in 2003, his career, his health, and his paycheck were all lost in an instant after a motorcycle accident. And that Williams discovered even after he had healed was that others, his fellow athletes, the media, only wanted to define him by everything he'd lost. And he says, it's easy to stay in that type of mindset when you're angered by what you've lost. And when you do that, you don't focus on what the hell you found, says Williams. So it takes away my appreciation from the fact that I can walk, I can run, and I can still run with my daughter. Williams decided to shift his perspective instead of sitting with disappointment of the past. He'd set on building for the future. Losing is hard to handle, but when you focus your mindset on the positive and look forward, past the loss and to the victories of the future, you can see the loss as a tool to learn and grow and improve. Those are very important ideas to keep in mind, um, and you got to really think about it in the moment when you're having those feelings of sadness and anger. But um, the quote today is an awesome one by Walter Anderson. Bad things do happen. How I respond to them defines my character and the quality of my life. I can choose to sit in perpetual sadness immobilized by the gravity of my loss, or I can learn to choose to rise from the pain and treasure the most precious gift I have life itself.
2: So, that was awesome, Dave. Yeah, nice. good job,
1: Super Nice. Dave.
0: Yeah. Final thoughts, everybody?
1: I just wanted to mention to you guys that, uh, I don't know, scrolling through Instagram, you get hooked in those or at least I do the Facebook, all that kind of stuff, the social media, and, you know, I tried to be pretty positive on my Instagram stuff about following, you know, inspirational quotes and different stuff like that. And One popped up about Elon Musk And, uh, you know, whether it's true or not, because everything's true on the Internet or your phone, you know, whether Elon Musk really said this or not. And that's the that's the inventor of Tesla and the space program and all different things. But, you know, his thing was about, you know, your work life balance was kind of the quote and how it started out was that if you happen to die tomorrow um, and obviously your work got notified that you died yesterday they just advertise and fill your position. That's all you meant to your job. But your family, you know, they're going to mourn you. They're going to miss you, your friends, your family, and stuff like that. And his kind of, according to this little post, was that he was telling you, you know, make sure your your family life is important. Build that life, you know, Um, that maybe the work, your work-life balance, that work part isn't as important. And I was like, you know, that that's true because, you know, we talked this morning, Jam, you mentioned it, 13 hours, you know, 10 hours a day. We spend our days here. We work Saturdays and all that. And I'm like, you know, have, have I done that with my family? Have I spent enough time with my family? We, we've talked about all of this yeah. before, you know. And I, and I looked back at JFW, at our family, you guys, and I think what Elon Musk, if it's true that he said that, I'm, I'm going to say bullshit because... I remember Ray Stroop. I remember Chris Jiwa. I remember Jim Smith. I remember Dong May. And they're no longer with us, but they were part of our team. I've never forgotten them. We just didn't fill their jobs, right, you guys? Right. I mean that wasn't that wasn't easy. I know, I know Pup, Ray Stroop. He he how long was he here you guys do you remember 13 Thir- 13 years, 13 years? Mm-hmm. you just that was a go-to guy you know Linda used to call him all the time and he would just go take care of it just boom it was taken care of you don't just replace that guy you know so you guys are all important to us and and no matter what happens in your life I won't I won't forget you you know I'll think about you and and some of these guys had, you know, Don LeMay, Squishy, we used to, he passed away of, of cancer. Pancreatic cancer. Yeah, pancreatic cancer. Jim Smith, he had some mental problems that we never were made aware of. We may have been able to help him. Squirrel. Led
2: to alcoholism.
1: Yep, led to alcoholism. Chris G. Wah, he was a guy that, a young guy from Louisiana. Yep. And he stepped in here and told us he was a recovering alcoholic, was told us what he drank how he had his life but he'd been sober for a year you know going to AA and and the guy was a rock star and at some point one night fell off the wagon and and it was uh, we assume it was an alcohol overdose you know but damn you guys I I'm not going to forget him so we not just we just yeah we just didn't fill their jobs that was that's my final thought I you know the work life balance is great but You have to work to succeed also, and that's my thoughts.
2: Brian Williams is in that
3: list, too. Yeah, I was about
2: to. Yeah, yeah. Dave and I just listed all of those people yesterday or the day before? Just yesterday. And you weren't in the room, so I find it so odd (laughs) that you brought every one of those up. Dave and I just listed everyone everyone here, so what a great, great, I don't want to say segue because it's not, but I mean, number one, what an odd point. You bring it up two days or a day after Dave and I just mentioned Mm -hmm. everyone, and, You know, that is important to our lives. And I I guess, you know, my final thoughts all tied to that is raise your bar to be a better person, you know. And you brought up your ethics and whatnot, Jam. Uh, You know, your character, all of that. Don't be the guy that throws your cigarette butt out the window. Don't be the person that leaves your cart in the middle of the parking lot or pushes against someone else's car. Don't be the person that's following too close and mad because the camera told you to slow down right? Or makes, make a bigger gap, whatever the case may be. Just be better, raise your bar, be a better person. So
1: that's my final thought for the day.
0: My final thought is <clears throat> JFW is not perfect, but we're different. Have a great week, everybody.
1: Thanks, everybody. See you guys.